read me romance read read me romance read me romance read read me romance you could take a look in a book that's fine or you could sit back relax and unwind and read me romance read read me romance hello hi so how about that intro music romance podcast (laughs) (laughs) about that intro music Uh, welcome. Oh, it's like she's like, I know I can talk about something. I'll talk about that real quick. <laughs> no, right? Not this awkward silence. Uh-huh. I'm like, welcome to Cyber Monday on Read Me Romance, where we talk yes. about the deals uh, you can get. It's free today to download the podcast. <laughs> there's probably tons of there's probably tons of ebooks on sale today that we're a month in the future, so yeah. <laughs> we don't know what they are yet. I know, right? Uh, but go forth and click. Yeah. You guys should be clicking. This is like going to be your best yeah. deal, though. This is the deal of the day because it's free. <laughs> It's free. A free Sky Warren audiobook. Like, can oh my you read God. it? No, you D- can't. Does the world get any better than this? <laughs> does it? No. no. So tell me, guys, what was your um your best purchase on Cyber Monday? I'm curious to see what, what your deals were. I think my best one was right after I had my son, um, they had these, remember the TVs before they were like building them into the back of the car headsets? It's like 20 years they ago. They had them on sale. Yeah, they could strap it around it. <laughs> I yeah. got one for like $25 at Target and that thing was the best thing that ever happened to me because he could watch the TV when we were in the car. Yeah. But that was my best deal. It was like the last one. <laughs> yeah, that was like $25 for like sanity. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. In a car for a long trip. Absolutely. We definitely had one of those. I think the last last year I bought really, really high thread count sheets uh, on Cyber Monday Mm because there was a ton of deals on Groupon for like, I don't know what's high. It was in the thousands. (laughs) I'm not going to act like I know what what good sheets are, (laughs) but uh, they were high and I bought them. If Amazon just tells me something's hot on Cyber Monday, I just click it. I'm like, I don't even know if I need this. (laughs) Everybody wants it, apparently. (laughs) They're telling me I need it. Somebody's telling me I need it at Internet Headquarters. Was it the eggs last year where they were crack open? Oh, yeah, the Hatchimals. The Hatchimals. Yeah. Hatchimals. Uh, Hatchimals. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yep. That's oh, wow. Joke. They had a song? <laughs> I had no idea that they had a song until this moment. Oh, <laughs> uh, I watched so much Disney Channel with my daughter. Oh, my God. Which, by the way, I don't know if I told you guys that uh, on our on our flight from from New York to Orlando last week, mm-hmm. the girl from Raven's home was on our flight. Yeah. Oh. The girl. Okay, so she like lives next door to Raven and her family. Her name's Tess. She was on our flight, and my daughter wouldn't go up to her to get a picture. I was like, "Come on, please, please. This Aww. is you don't understand how important this is to me." <laughs> To you and your Disney like, Channel viewing, this is great. Yes, I am. A, I, like I, I look like idolize these people more than she does. It's so embarrassing. That is so sweet. Oh, have God. you ever met anybody famous? Yeah. Who? Oh, yeah. Well, because I used to waitress in New York City oh. Um, oh. at a bar. <laughs> so, so brag about it. Uh, Tell us some cool people you met. Oh my gosh, Ellen! <gasps> Shut the fuck up! Did you really? She is the yeah, best. Yeah, and I didn't play it cool. I didn't play it cool. No. I was um, I was at an actually I didn't meet her at the bar. I was at a nail salon. I was getting my nails done in Soho. It was kind of a swanky place, and like my husband had gotten me like a manicure pedicure massage. Thing. He got you, Ellen. So <laughs> he got you, Ellen. He got you, Ellen. <laughs> he got me, Ellen. <laughs> And so I, I was just sitting there getting my nails done and she walked in and I was like, I love your show. 
now is so good. <laughs> you're like 12 like years old. And the old. two like cool, and the two cool, cool girls next to me that were like definitely supermodels were just like, I, they were just rolling their eyes so hard. But oh, I, yeah. no. I was only 18 and I hadn't learned how to play it cool at the time. Oh my, you were such so. a baby. Did you ever meet anybody Actually, famous? Actually, I was probably 19. Have you met anybody famous, yeah. Mel? I met Miss Nicholas Cage, remember? Oh, shit, that's what? right. You were in the elevator with him. But he was really weird to you, right? Yeah, so uh, I get, I'm i waiting. I'm at the Palms, and I'm just setting We were in Vegas together. I'm not paying that's attention. Right. And there, I'm waiting for them to get there, because we're all going to hang out for the weekend. I'm just playing on my phone, and the bellhop gets off. And I knew there was somebody, like, coming my way to get on with me. And I see the bellhop do, like, a double check. So, of course, I look up. I'm like, what's he looking at as I'm getting on the elevator? And I was like, oh, he's looking at Nicholas cage get on the elevator with me (laughs) and so i like look over at him and i'm like yeah that's definitely nicholas cage and he like turns his nose up to the corner i was like well he clearly doesn't want me to acknowledge who he is so i won't say anything so we just stood there quiet remember that saturday night live um sketch where andy samberg played nicholas cage and he would and they they would like pitch like a really crazy movie plot and he'd be like how am i not in this My husband loves him. He was so excited. I didn't care. I was like, oh, it's Nicolas Cage. Okay, so last time I was in, I want to say it was Philadelphia or Pittsburgh. I got in the elevator and Mike from, uh, what's that antique show? Oh, yeah, American Pickers. Yeah. He was in the elevator. I remember that picture, and, he was and you so were so nice. You look so happy in that photo. I was like, "That's adorable." It was the greatest moment of my life. I know. Oh, oh. I got one. I'm at. Um, well, I, I saw OJ Simpson, and he was at the hotel I was staying at when I was in the Bahamas. I went there when I was younger for like um, a vacation with my family. And they were out by the pool and he was like with some chick out by the pool. Like it was probably like one in the morning. I was young. I was probably like 16. But my cousin was out there and like got his autograph. But um, this oh was gosh. after the murder, by the way. <laughs> so, oh, post so, yeah, yeah, murder. Yeah. The, that allegedly. Was super, yeah. Allegedly. Whatever. <laughs> after the murder. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, that was kind of crazy. Like to see that. I was like, oh, shit. That's OJ Simpson. That is crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, a couple of, like, you know, like, lower, uh, uh, what's his name? Jimmy Fallon used to come in to a bar, not my bar, but a bar nearby all the time. And he still does. He still goes there all the time. As say what bar. Say what bar. Tom. <laughs> no, no, don't oh, say what's it. What's the name of that bar? <laughs> uh, it's in Gramercy Park. I want to say it's, like, PJ Clark's or something, but I don't no. think that's right. Um, okay. I'll think of it. That's Gram- really cool, Gramercy though. Tavern. I don't it counts as famous but i once went to a packers game in uh st louis and i'm like a huge like i was a huge fan of the center which nobody ever pays attention to the line and i like had this giant sign up for him i think it said i lust clay matthews but i'll marry jeff saturday and i was like (laughs) 50 yard row front line and the whole time everybody's laughing at my sign my whole section starts chanting his name and the whole like his whole team is like razzing him about this like they're like hitting him on the back he ripped off his straps because it was breast cancer month and came up and gave them to me off of no. his wrist that is just the sweetest yeah. thing I ever i almost died i started crying <laughs> does he still play for them um no he retired the next year but um i had a uh, Sent him a thank you letter, like in the mail. I was like, you know, I really appreciate that. That's that was really so sweet, sweet that you did that. It made my year. And you know what he sent me back? An autographed 
Pro Bowl car. Shut up! That's awesome. That's what what professional athletes should be like. I know, right? Like, they should be appreciative of, like, their, you know, they get to play sports for a living. And And not beating their wives, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you just made a heavy. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Let's let's make this true crime again. Remember that? Remember that, guys? It just got real. (laughs) But you never wonder why a lot of Alexa Riley's heroes are (laughs) big and hairy. It's because of Jeff Saturday. Uh-huh. Yeah, because of him. I love him. Yeah, because of the center on, on um, the Packers. So thanks. Wait, have we introduced ourselves? I don't think we've no, introduced ourselves. No, we did say I'm we're Tessa Read Bailey. Me Romance. We did say welcome to Read Me Romance. So check okay, that box. I'm Tessa Bailey. I'm I'm here with Alexa Riley, also known as Leah and Mel. And we do, if you're just joining us, because Sky Warren's audiobook yeah. brought you here, we release a new a free audiobook every single week on this podcast. And you can only get them here. So, uh, welcome. Thanks for joining hey, us, everybody. thanks for being here. Hey. <laughs> so, let's talk about um, heavy equipment by Sky Warren. Let's just talk about Sky Warren all day. Can we do that? Because she's wonderful. <laughs> we love we love. Sky we Warren. love her. So. She's- <laughs> I fell in love with her when she wrote, I don't think she had that many books out. Um, she did this Beauty and the Beast series. And the first one was, like, free. Do you remember that one? It's oh, been yeah. so long ago. She That's bundled it. And, like, the maid, like, walks in on him masturbating. That's that's one of the first, like, and Beauty she, and the Beast books I ever read. And yeah, I remember like, you telling me about it. Yeah, like, I meant it to be a series. Meant it to be a series, but it, like, took off so well that it turned <laughs> into, like, this five book series and it was so she was way ahead of the trend on that when she was like you know what i love beauty and the beast let's write a dirty romance about it and everybody was like holy fuck me too i'm into this too (laughs) and then she went really dark yeah she yeah she does write dark but she writes like it's like you know everything's gonna be okay yeah you know like it's dreamlike and dark and kind of like I don't know. That's what I felt like with this book, though, with heavy equipment. So I read it and, you know, last night when I was in bed because I knew we, you know, I wait till the last minute to do everything. So, I, you know, it's the <laughs> night before the podcast before we're supposed to record. And I'm like, oh, shit, I need to read that book. And I'm reading it and I'm like, oh, this is why I love Sky. I think it's because whenever the guy is saying and doing asshole things, he's doing it because he knows that turns her on. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. that's like what he this, knows this that that's shame a embarrassment yeah like those are thoughts women aren't supposed to have i shouldn't like that he's doing this to me but he's doing it on purpose because he knows it's Mm -hmm. turning her on what's the other scalmorn book that way okay that we love wonderlust Wonderlust. that's the other one that like it's kind of the same thing where like there's this there's this shame element to it where it's like but it's in such a like i don't want to say in a sweet way because it's not sweet but it's like it does it's the way the heroine gets off in the situation because there is something that's like a little bit exciting about being embarrassed by being turned on you know there's that element of like i should be ashamed that i'm so hot right now because of the mean things he's saying to me but that's like only adding to it you know it's just like all these layers of <laughs> yeah. excitement wonderful stuck with me for oh my god years. forever like, i mean we still talk about that book to this day so Shit, i haven't read that one get on like it every now and then when you start like fantasizing yeah. about something some of those Scenes will pop through my head. I'm like, fuck. I know it's so good. That's so, a sign like, of a good book. If this is even, you know, and if you're here from Read Me Romance because of the uh, previous authors that we've done this week, if you're new to Skywarn or you're you've been afraid to try her, this is you know such a great way to try her. Listen to her on the podcast. Just listen to this, you know, beautiful 
you know, just filthy 15,000 word short, you know, novella. And if you like, um, and if you like this, you, like- you will like Wonderless. Like, you will like everything else she's written. Go, yeah. So, yeah. If you're AR, if you're bigger, Alex O'Reilly fans, you'll definitely like the Beauty and the Beast series. For Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. The, um, the, Wonderlust is a little bit more like the forced submission series mm-hmm. that we do. Yeah. I would say, so. like, if you're into that, a little bit darker. But it's, um, again, like, you know, Scott Warren's just such a talented writer. And even as short as this story is, it packs such a fucking punch. So, you guys... She's just, not just a talented yourself. writer. She's awesome in general. I mean, she's all right in person. Yeah. I don't want to sit here and just, like, say how great she is. This is about me, okay? This podcast is about me and all my dreams coming true. Sky's all right. I love you, Sky. I'm just kidding. <laughs> there's a scene in the, there's, like, a scene in the first chapter of this book, uh, of this audiobook, Heavy Equipment, where, like, the heroine is sitting in her strapless bra and underwear and just, like, having a nice bowl of soup. Yeah. And I'm like, that is also so hot for me. I'm like, why have I never just sat in my underwear and had a nice bowl of soup? It's so fancy. You haven't done it's that? So, it's so, like... I have done... So I have eaten together. every food impossible, I think, in my underwear. No, she's getting ready to go to a gala and she doesn't want to get soup on her dress, so she's It was just a like smart move, yeah. When I read that, I it was, was like, smart that's move. genius. Practical? Yeah, super yeah. practical. That's really gonna to stick with me for a couple of years. <laughs> it's how efficient this girl was. <laughs> right. I know. She's, June Lee is she's getting it. Panera Bread writing because that's where she goes all the time. She's going to get her broccoli cheddar. She's like, I didn't make it here. <laughs> no, I was broccoli cheddar. No, that's not graceful. No, it needed to be like something. Oh, it's like a broth. I don't know. What's a what's a graceful soup? Uh, like a, yeah, minestrone. Like minestrone. Is that right? What, yeah, yeah, that's Italian. I don't know. If Minestrone. I feel like that's a slurping soup. Okay, so you I'm want something that's like elegant? Is that the kind of soup you want? <laughs> What's an elegant soup? I mean, a tomato yeah. basil. You can't go wrong with that. Although that's you <laughs> okay. would definitely want to. That, eat that would in definitely your change a soup. Uh, stain you. You'd have to yeah. make it in that one. Yeah, you'd have to. Oh, be you naked. need something a clear. You need something clear. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, oh. let's maybe just let's some spend butter. Next Twenty minutes discussing soup. Let's do that. This podcast is going to soup now. I love it. Sorry, <laughs> we were talking about like shame, and then I just took a left turn into, and then we converted into food. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's going to uh, be a theme. What did you guys do this weekend? Oh, I went to a corn maze. And have you guys ever done that? Have you ever done like an outdoor, like legit cornfield corn maze? Have you ever done one yes. of those, Tessa? I know Mel has. The, she's Corn County over there. Like that's yeah, where they grow all the corn. corn. Everywhere here. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys do that up there, Tessa? Where you know the big city? Do they have a cornfield for you? Yeah, it's more of a novelty probably for us. Like there's a there's a place near me called the Queens County Farm and they had do like a hayride. You go and you pay like $25, you get a hayride, a, a trip through the corn maze and then you get to like I don't know, pet some animals Do you or pick something. a pumpkin? And it's Yeah, and you pick a pumpkin. That's yeah. cute. It is cute. I had a pumpkin carving party this weekend at my house with like seven little girls. I've seen that. That looked like <laughs> That looked like a mess. A nightmare. That looked like an absolute like, hellish nightmare. <laughs> This is what I did. I ordered a giant tarp from Amazon, like nine by 14. I laid it down on the kitchen floor and then I just let them go wild. How'd it go? 
And and then at the end, I just gathered the tarp up and I threw it out in a garbage bag. It was great. <laughs> no, no cleanup at all. Everything that was in there, knives. <laughs> Stop it. Guts. Did you really? I would do Everything that. that was in there. I was like, did you leave shoes in there? I don't give a fuck. I'm like, bundled it up, threw it out the door. <laughs> Never happened. Only my son wanted, or only my daughter wanted to, and she came down with the head floors and we didn't carve them. My son's not really into it. In fact, you know what happened? I'm upstairs in my bedroom making my bed and there's something sticking out from the bottom and I reach under it and I grab it and it's a huge plastic bag with a watermelon and some peppers and little cherry tomatoes in it. What? That he was saving because he got them from the garden next door and he didn't want anybody to eat and kill them. <laughs> eat and kill them? Like, yes. He's like, these are my pets. He's like nine. He's like, he's like, 14, I'd be like, you need to check on them. Them. I don't think he was going to carve a pumpkin. Oh, God. I, so, okay. So, you know how there's like those stencils that you can lay over the top of a pumpkin and then you can carve Which them are out? just complete bullshit. A complete bullshit. Yeah, the I knives ended up are carving bullshit. two giant crater sized holes, one in my daughter's. I ruined hers and then I ruined another little girl's too. And I ended up having to just turn them into spiders. Like, I just carved legs out of the side of the giant crater and just turned it into spiders. And I was like, I did that on purpose. <laughs> I was like ruining oh, no. dreams left and right. Oh yeah. my god! Well, you know what? God, you're the I worst. Made, I made graphics all weekend and got shamed by you guys for being up so late. Well, you were. Uh, yeah, I get an email from you at like four a.m. Yeah, it's only say, three a.m. to me. Yeah, but if I get an email oh, okay. at five a.m., I know it's four a.m. there, and you haven't been to bed. I had to stay up late. Bar. <laughs> And my husband was like, he asked me the other day, he was like, are you coming to the Halloween party and dressing up? And I was like, no. And I got like that look. He didn't say anything. I just got a look. And I was like, well, I guess I'm going to the Halloween party and dressing up. <laughs> what you, would you dress up as? I put on cat ears. <laughs> yeah. I had them overnight. I tried to get um, a tiara, but then I don't know if it was Leah or one of my friends was like, that's toddler size. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> I was like, I could have princess. You could have been toddlers and tiaras. You could have just worn a sash. And just well, like the headband was for I, toddlers. So like it wouldn't even go I, on her head. I come here and I'm bored, right? Because they're busy. And so I'm sitting there by myself and it's cold on the other side. It was boring and miserable. So I downloaded like a hundred images to make graphics with. And that's why when I finally went home, I found cute ones and I wanted to try and make pictures. And that's how I ended up getting stuck up at uh, three in the morning. I, I know you, I, I noticed you had downloaded like a hundred images because like you gave us the password to your Shutterstock account. So I like, I signed in to download that microphone for, that I made for the narrator's graphic. Uh-huh. And I was like, it was down to like from 305 to 200. Well, what happened? I seen that the thing was about to reset and I can't download it. It takes forever to do it at home. So I was like, I'm going to download all of these onto my computer while I'm here. And then whenever I need some, I can just hop in my folder and grab them and I won't have to worry about it yeah you download the best pictures they're okay all right so are we going to start are we going to start are we going to start this fucking podcast any day now we're going to start this bullshit sorry guys (laughs) is this what you came for yeah what you signed on for i hope so i hope we're not changing this format now we're like three weeks in we've recorded all these no 
for? What do we go from? Know. We go from like penises to soup. <laughs> this is Variety. Oh, the other day we had our first fan art and I almost cried. Did you see it? It was from our trailer. Somebody, somebody made this beautiful picture with like soft pastel flowers and it said, we're shedding shit on fire. <laughs> Read me romance. Yay. Oh my God. I, I knew. Yeah. I died. It was so cool. And I was like, okay. As someone who has, like, actually made fan art for podcasts before, this is fucking huge. <laughs> I, I need to look up the you chick's made name. fan Hold art? Uh, simmered. Yeah, yes. Find it. <laughs> I can't even judge. I've made, like, <clears throat> Packer posters out of my ass. I was going to so. say, you just <laughs> talked about how you wrote a fan letter to a center lineman. I don't want to hear your bullshit. Okay, hold on. It's from, uh, oh, it was, um, SR Mullins author. What's, what's her, her, that's her handle on Twitter. Hold on. I can't. I can't remember what her first name is, but um, <clears throat> she's listed as SR, SR Mullins author on Twitter if you guys want to go follow her. But the picture is... Oh, and she made us our first graphic. I know. It's so pretty. It says, November you. 5th, we're setting shit on fire. Read me romance. Like, that was that was pretty amazing. So, I mean, if you want to get mentioned on the podcast, just make us... We love to do art, that. I guess that's what I'm saying. <laughs> we love... I don't know what it is about mm. setting things on fire, but even in our books, we're like, the hero is always like... Burn the shit down! Yeah. <laughs> my heroes have said that to a few times too i'm gonna burn this city down. absolutely yeah. absolutely i'm like do it the threat do of it. imminent fire is it's a little exciting and sexual <laughs> yeah it sets a fire in my pants uh, sorry we've gone to mom jokes now and we're on mom you jokes. should probably see a doctor about that i hope right now i hope oh. in my heart i hope that skywarn's listening to this and she is rolling her eyes like get to the fucking chapter sky do you regret that i hope she oh, does do regret signing i hope she guy? does she's never doing this again <laughs> <laughs> okay we're gonna start uh the first section of heavy equipment by sky oh Warren, and we'll check in with you guys it's so good other- you guys are just Hold on to your panties. This is a yeah, good one. Hold on to your panties. Headphones, <laughs> okay. ladies. Headphones, Headphones, yes. Stick those earbuds Headphones. in now. Not suitable for work. Tick, tick. <laughs> okay. Uh, here we go. One, two, three. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Chapter one. The rumble that comes from downstairs seems to shake the house. Loud voices and crashes that make my heart skip. Little ripples appear in the surface of my soup. I stand, almost knocking over the small antique tray. I'm still in my strapless bra and panties, ready to get dressed for the gala as soon as I've eaten. The gown is already laid out on the bed, ready to step into. And even though it's uncomfortable and constraining, it's the fastest thing to put on. I step into it and rush into the hallway, working the zipper as I go. When I hit the stairs, the voices get louder. I've always been taught to whisper. Sometimes my father would yell, but he'd always close the office door first. There's a loud bang, like a gunshot. I grasp the railing and rush down the steps. As I round the curved staircase, I see my father in his tux. In front of him is a man in a leather jacket and jeans. The strange man looks up at me, and instead of looking surprised by my presence, he smiles. The smile makes him look wolf-like, as if he's caught his prey. There she is now. Papa? I say, terrified. What's going on? I half expect him to tell me to go back upstairs. He never tells me the details of his work. I always played in his office as a child, at least until he'd gently push me out and send me to a nanny.
The fact that this new business seems darker, more dangerous, would be all the more reason for him to send me away. Instead, he looks at me, his eyes burning with something I can't recognize. Fury? Defeat? Come down here, daughter, he says in Cantonese. The old language. He only speaks that way in front of family, but this man isn't family. He isn't even Chinese. I'm trembling, but there's no thought to question or disobey. He's raised me to be the perfect daughter, and I do everything he asks. I attend every party at his side, standing in for the wife, my mother who died when I was a child. So it's only natural that I go to him when he calls me. His skin feels thin and papery when I take his hand. Papa? Something terrible has happened. His expression is so grave, it scares me. I squeeze his hands. What is it? Let me help you. Oh, you're going to help. The stranger says in a breezy way. I don't even know this man, but already I'm unnerved by how he's acting, as if my father's clear worry is some big joke, as if he's the one in charge. I don't understand what's happening, but I know this is my father's house, and my house by extension. He has no right to stand there looking so commanding and handsome and terrible. And you are? I managed to say coolly. He doesn't answer right away, instead giving me a long, slow look from my head to my toes. I become painfully aware that I didn't have time to tape my backless gown into place, that it's showing more of the sides of my breast than I would have allowed. The fact that I'm not wearing shoes somehow makes it more intimate, as if he's taking me to bed instead of standing uninvited in the foyer. The name's Asher Cook, beautiful. I manage not to flinch at the word, but it's a close thing. The word doesn't sound like a compliment coming from that hard face. It sounds like a curse. No man has dared to look at me like he does, or speak to me like he's doing now. June Lee, I reply, with the emphasis on my last name. I'm a daughter of distinguished heritage, a member of the powerful Lee family, even if that's really only my father and myself. Sometimes it's lonely, especially when he has to work so much. But I have always consoled myself, knowing we came from a long lineage, something to be proud of. Asher snorts. I know who you are. Everyone does. We see you floating around the ballrooms like you're some kind of modern-day princess. Yeah, entitled to everything. Outrage feels hot in my chest, but before I can respond, my father pulls my attention. I need to speak with you. I need to speak with you privately. I don't think so, Asher says. So you can hide her away? No, she stays where I can see her. How dare he talk to me that way? How dare he talk to my father that way? Except he did. And for some reason, my father isn't telling him to leave. Why would I need to be hidden away? A dark, cold suspicion builds in my gut. Papa, who is this? My father closes his eyes, pained. A bad man, a thief. Oh, that's rich. 
Perhaps you'd like to tell your lovely, naive little daughter who's been paying for those fancy dresses that show off your pretty little. He eyes my breasts. My eyes widen, shocked that he'd be so brazen. The Lee family would never accept this insult. Papa would throw this man out of the house. Papa would make sure no one would do business with him. Except Papa doesn't seem powerful now. He looks weak. The lines in his face are deeper than before. He looks old. We've had some money trouble. After the shopping mall project tanked, his voice breaks. I don't have a choice. My heart thuds painfully. I look over at the strange man, at the shadow of a beard over his jaw, at the unkempt hair and the glint of challenge in his eyes. Don't have a choice about what? Is that anticipation in your voice, Miss Lee? No, I spit out. The only thing I anticipate is going to the gala. Canceled, he says with fake sadness. Not the entire event, mind, but your appearance is definitely canceled. I'm afraid you have other engagements tonight. The heat in his eyes makes it clear what he's talking about, as is the wink he gives me. I whisper to my father, tell me he's not serious. After a painful pause, my father speaks in Cantonese. It was more than just the shopping mall deal. It was this house and the others. My entire empire was crumbling before my eyes. We needed to sell the construction firm. Only no one has any money in this economy. I do, Asher says with deceptive mildness, as if it's completely normal for someone with scruffy blonde hair to understand my native language. And so you gave me a call, isn't that right? It was supposed to be business, my father cried. I wanted to make a business arrangement. We did, Asher says with a cold smile. Like you said, no one wants to purchase a construction business in this economy, especially one in the red. I'll pay you back, my father says, sounding more desperate than ever. Every cent. You already have. The ink has dried. I'll be extracting every red scent from your pretty daughter. Tell me, is her pussy well broken in? Or will I be the first? My father's face turns red with pain and rage. Why, you dirty, uh-uh. Asher holds up his hand, the skin calloused and rough. It's the hand of a man who does physical labor every day. One strengthened not by the treadmill, but by working with stone and metal. It's enough to stop my father in his tracks. Now, how did I know you would make things difficult? But, Mr. Lee, a businessman always pays his debts. I'm shaking, still trying to understand what's happening. Or rather, I understand what's happening all too well. I just never thought anything like this could happen. I never thought my father would be struggling for money. And I definitely never believed he could use me in this way. I'm sorry, he tells me, his voice haggard. Shock leaves me cold, and I shiver in the backless gown. 
I want to run back up the stairs to pretend I never heard anything, that I'm still eating my soup. I can't believe this is happening, but the painful clench of my heart is all too real. Asher holds out his hand with a sarcastic, my lady. I just stare at him, both fear and fury fighting inside me. How long am I supposed to stay with you? One hour, two. I don't know how long it even takes for a man to finish with a woman. I've never done any of this. Never slept with a man. Barely even kissed one. At the end of dinner, my date drunk enough to dare a press of his lips. And I accepted it because my father arranged it. I knew that one day I would marry for my family. I would lose the Lee surname I'm so proud of. But it would be in service of my family. That's when I would give up my virginity. Not like this. I'm not sure how long, Asher says thoughtfully. How much is your pussy worth? A hundred bucks a pop? No. A high-class hooker like you would command much more than that. But even if we value it at a grand a fuck, that will still take quite some time to work off. I've never heard such crude language in my life. How dare you? I can't even finish the question before he grabs me. First, he takes my wrist until I'm backed against the wall. Then, his other hand goes to my throat. My gaze swings wildly, searching for my father. But all I can see is the dark, looming presence of the man who has me captive. Let's get one thing straight, beautiful. I dare to say anything I want, to do anything I want to this gorgeous body to take anything I want. When I say jump, you jump. When I say bend over, you touch those pretty pink toes. Understand? His grip isn't firm around my throat, but it's immovable. Even though my hands are gripping his arm, I can't shake him off. He's like a tree trunk in front of me, his arm a branch I'm dangling from, the ground a deadly drop below. Every muscle clenches. I want to fight him except I've been trained all my life to be a good daughter. His voice drops. I asked if you understood. The correct response is yes, sir. Yes, sir. I whisper, sealing my fate. He bends, pushing his face against my neck. With my vision clear, I'm shocked to find the foyer empty except for the two of us. My father has left me here, knowing I might get hurt. He's paying his debt with me as if I'm a thing, an extra zero in his bank account instead of his living, breathing daughter. Betrayal turns sharp in my chest, cutting me so I can barely breathe. Asher's lips are hot against my skin, and I shiver. That's right, he murmurs. You're going to be doing a lot of that. You don't scare me, I say, but the quiver in my voice calls me a liar. His laugh brushes over my skin, strangely pleasurable despite the mocking sound. Your heart is racing, beautiful. I can feel it. Then he runs his lips over my neck, right where he'd take my pulse. And then I feel my pulse too, as if it's too large to be contained in my body as if I'm spilling over into him. 
He runs his hands over me, from my shoulders to my elbows, and then my hips. It's like he's measuring me, seeing what he bought. I push against him, but he's as hard and unmovable as a concrete wall. Like the kind he'll be able to build with my father's company. Go ahead and fight, he murmurs against my temple. I like it rough. I don't, I say, biting out the words. He pulls back enough to meet my gaze, lids heavy, eyes dark. Don't you? I think you like what I'm doing to you. I think if I dip my fingers in that pretty little pussy of yours, I'm going to find it wet. I hate that he's right. Is this what you need to get off? Forcing yourself on a woman? Something flickers in his gaze, as if I've wounded him. It's gone in a second, and I don't know if it was ever really there. Instead, his gaze turns sharp. I was going to wait until I got you back to my loft to fuck you. But I think I want to test my theory right here. Then, his rough hands are pulling on the silky fabric, bunching it up in his large, meaty hands, ruining the fabric against his calluses. Cool air washes over my legs, and I close my legs, humiliated. This is how he wants me, humiliated and broken. I refuse to break, even when his large hand slides up the inside of my thigh. Even when he's proven correct, when his fingers push aside the thin fabric of my thong and touch wetness. I expect him to laugh, to gloat, not groan like he's in sweet agony, not pant against my shoulder as if he can barely contain himself. Fuck, he mutters, his voice sounding thick. You're so soft, so fucking hot. I shudder against the wall as he slides a finger in deep. This is wrong, this is sick, with my father somewhere in the house, with maids who could walk in on us at any time. Spread, he says. When I don't move, he pinches the inside of my thigh. I said spread. I jump and make a small sound of pain and desire. It's the last one that terrifies me. How is he able to make me want this? What's wrong with me that his hands on me feel good? Because they do. So rough and firm, fingers pushing deep inside me. He's knowledgeable in ways I can barely contemplate. Going slow when I need him to. Moving fast to increase the intensity. And that's before his thumb fingers my clit. I gasp and jerk away from the wall. Asher. His eyes blaze with lust and something else. Possession. Like that. I want you to say my name just like that, again and again. You're mine, beautiful. I want to tell him no, that I won't say his name, that I'm not his. But his fingers move faster, reaching a spot deep inside me, making me slick. His thumb is insistent on my clit, moving in a knowing circle, pushing me close. I'm gasping around my protest, unable to say a single word. Let go he says darkly, his voice pure command. Maybe it's all those years of being obedient, or maybe it's his hot gaze on me. I can't hold back, 
climax washes over me in a rush, stealing my breath. I can only moan low and loud into the foyer, the sound of my pleasure echoing around me. He brings me down gently, working me softer with his hands, placing gentle kisses over my chest. It's disconcerting the way he's treating me. Suddenly nice, almost kind. Until I see his eyes. They aren't kind. They're the eyes of a predator who's enjoying the chase. He lifts his hand to stroke the skin left exposed by my dress from my collarbone to the tops of my breasts. In my sated, sex-drowsed state, it takes me a second to realize what he's doing. He's not just touching me. He's riding on me, his fingers still wet from my pussy, leaving a trail of arousal on my skin. Mine. He lifts a lazy eyebrow, daring me to contradict. I close my eyes, because I know it's true. Because he means to humiliate me with the act. Because it's working. This is how it will be with us. Pleasure and embarrassment. Intensity and shame. And I have no choice because I'm the good daughter. I do what I'm told. Even if the man in charge of me is no longer my father. Hello, welcome back. What'd you think? <laughs> you loved it, right? Oh my you god. Guys, did you like the soup? Did you like the soup chapter? <laughs> the soup scene? Did you think about us you when she there? mentioned the laugh? soup? Yeah. Did you think about us? Were we in your ears when you when you heard the soup? <laughs> She's so sad. I stand and eat my soup. I feel like I want to stand and eat it. Yeah. <laughs> I need it as close to my mouth as possible. Like I'm like hunkered down on the table. Yeah. So, so yeah. Okay. So, right now, uh, you can you can pre-order the ebook of Heavy Equipment. The link is in the episode description. Um, there's a whole bunch of other stuff uh, that Sky has available right now too. She has um, so the the hero in this in Heavy Equipment, his name is Asher, the construction the mean construction foreman that shows up and says he's going to exact every red cent from the daughter. I mean, mm-hmm. hello, I wrote that down. Oh, I highlighted that. Yeah, I that was, highlighted the last one. Too. That's I done. Been highlighted in mine, Kindle as well. That was <laughs> that was as well highlighted for me. <laughs> I do what I'm told, even if the man in charge of me is no longer my father stop it uh, stop it an elegant grunt so if- okay so he yeah. is also in survival of the richest uh by sky warren so that link you- you'll meet asher in survival of the richest and that link is in the episode description and there's a prequel uh to that to that uh, a series and it's called um trust fund and that's free so guys check that out I mean, you you cannot go wrong with a Sky Warren book, and there's a bunch of free ones you can get. The Pawn is also free. Yep, and it's so set in the below. same. It's the Pawn is set in the same town that this happens in the same city. Um, so that all happens like to get the the characters aren't in the Pawn, but if you want something that's kind of bit, it's a virgin auction, so a little bit similar to what's happening now, and that's free. And yeah, like you said, the the trust fund is uh, the prequel to Survival of the Richest, which features Asher. Asher. So yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah, the pre-order is up for this right now. I just hit myself in the face with my pen. But um, the pre-order for heavy equipment (laughs) is up now. So if you want to go get that and um, if you want it on ebook, it's going to be available um, whenever that pops up. So Scott's going to have all that info for you on on her pre-order link. I don't think she... (laughs) 
<laughs> she listens to you, Tessa, because Tessa just said like half of that. It's okay, I already said that. <laughs> oh. It's all right, Leah. Oh, I'm sorry. Leah's internet's a little spotty not today. About no, me? it's fine. Is this not about me? Because <laughs> I thought it was. <laughs> It's just like I'm like the Charlie Brown teacher. I'm just like wah wah wah, and then you just you're just like I'm gonna say. Oh, oh you're like hey, oh guess what? Guess what? You know what? This one time I had um I met Ellen DeGeneres in a nail salon, <laughs> and you're like all of a sudden you're like, did any of you guys ever meet Ellen? <laughs> Never mind, I quit. Uh, okay, you guys, we'll see you tomorrow uh, with with the second section of heavy equipment. And please, please, please uh, rate, review, and subscribe this uh, to the Read Me Romance podcast because we need to know if we're doing a good job. We're really needy. And if we're being super <laughs> repetitive of like each other, if we're just don't retelling yeah, everything don't. each other says, say it, say that. Right. I'm deleting Follow this episode. At Read Me Romance. <laughs> Follow us uh, on Instagram at Read Me Romance. Like us on Facebook at Read Me Romance and Twitter as well. We're it's all the same name, you guys. Um, and we'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Bye. Bye. Leah, tell, oh, yeah. Tell them what to do. Fuck your day up. Make today your bitch. Don't be a dick. And don't repeat everything <laughs> your friends say. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 Read me romance. Read read me romance. Read me romance, read, read me romance You could take a look in a book that's fine Or you could sit back, relax, and unwind And read me romance, read, read me romance